Hello, everyone. Welcome to your next favorite jam with jam. I am your host, John Angus McDonald. Um, and if you're watching this, um, you may be aware I'm repurposing some chats I had throughout the pandemic uh, that I did via our Instagram live, uh, my band, The Trues' Instagram live at The Trues, uh, where we uh, I invited guests, uh, mostly old pals and people I hadn't seen in a while on to shoot the breeze, talk about what life was like at the moment, and the conversations naturally splinter off into a million directions. And I've recently been revisiting a few of the key ones and um, kind of want to share them outside of just the platform of Instagram. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. And uh, today's episode uh, features none other than uh, Sam Roberts, who uh, is an old, an old friend of ours. Um, this one was captured on October 7th of 2020 um, when Sam came on and we, we caught up for a little bit. Um, our history with Sam goes all the way back to 2001 or, or two-ish, I want to say one. We, we talk about it a little bit, uh, where we had been paired up to play together in the earliest days of both of our uh, bands and uh, have been crossing paths ever since. We've had uh, a great admiration uh, for him as a songwriter, uh, as a person, um, uh, them as a band, the career that they've built and maintain, um, you know, all stuff we uh, greatly admire about these guys. And they're good dudes, and we've had a lot of great times, and we've played a lot of great shows, and um, it's always good to to catch up with them. So, um my chat with Sam is coming up in a minute. Um, I just want to um, mention once again that uh, the full episodes of these are are on our Instagram TV. So the purpose of this series that I was running was to pay forward some musical inspiration during a pretty dark and precarious time that was our you know COVID you know blackout or whatever you want to call it you know. Um, so I started this little thing. I was doing it once a week on Wednesdays, and I was building out playlists to go with it with the aim to help people discover some new music. Um, so I was adding a couple songs a week and then my guests were adding a couple songs a week. So it was great for me because I was also discovering a lot of stuff as well as we went. So um, I'll link to the playlists uh, wherever you're watching this. Uh, I built two pretty big playlists over on Spotify as I went with my additions plus my guests additions. Um, and the full episode, which usually has a 10 minute or so intro from me and a bit of a back uh, outro as well. They all live on our Instagram TV if you want to go see the full context of it. Uh, I just wanted to piece a few of these out because without the live comments that come in via Instagram, some of my uh, banter just makes absolutely no sense. Uh, but if you want to do uh, that and check out the full thing, you're certainly welcome and, and I'll link to that as well. Uh, but without further ado, I want to get to my chat with uh, with Sam Roberts. I hope you like it and I hope you check back for more uh, episodes. Cheers. Hey. Sam Roberts. Hey. How you doing, John Angus? Good, man. How are nice you? Nice to see you, man. It's nice to see it's you, It's been too. a long time. It's been far too long, man. I know. How's everything going? It's good. I just want to just apologize in advance if my uh, terrible Wi-Fi crashes, because if anyone in the family uh, logs on to anything, things have a tendency to go horribly, horribly okay. wrong. So, All right. Uh, but I have figured out 
uh, how to get back on. So okay. I'll just, again, I'm not gone. I'm if you bail, you'll come back. If I, exactly, I haven't bailed on the conversation. Right, it wasn't but, something yeah. I said. I'll assume it wasn't something I said. Well, if it is, then I'm not coming back. That's it, you know? Okay, I'll mind my P's and Q's then. All right, hi uh, everybody out there too. Nice to see you all. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see you, man. Like, um, before we, we dive too deep into it, how, how's everything been going? Like, how, how's the last six months felt for you? I know it's it's seems like a, almost like a dumb question at this point, but I am genuinely curious. How, how you been? I, I've been fine, thank you. Uh, you know, it started off in a pretty strange, strange manner, I guess, with, uh, I guess, none of us having any sort of prehistory with any anything remotely like this. Uh, mm -hmm. We were trying to figure out... Uh, it started off with a series of ominous gig cancellations, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. one of them was out in Newfoundland and, and we thought, okay, something's really afoot here. And it was kind of in the, in the wind at that point anyway, but I think when it really hit home was a couple of weeks later. So say end of March, when I started to realize that my immediate future was about being a, a fourth uh, no, a third, a fifth and a seventh grade math teacher for my kids at home. And oh my God. And, yeah. That last. <laughs> I don't know if I still retain those lessons. <laughs> well, no, I, I quite honestly didn't, you know, and I think I could have just dealt with the third grade alone. But as soon as they added fifth grade and seventh grade, then the whole thing collapsed, you know. Yeah, so, right. Uh, that lasted until, to be honest, between you and me and everybody else watching, I gave up in about mid-May. Right. And figured that my kids were better off alone. <laughs> Yeah. forging their own path if forward. they fend for themselves they'll figure out the general exactly of that. you know so right. uh but yeah I, you know and and aside from from that it was uh it, i guess it was the realization that we weren't going to be going on tour in the summer where the whole thing i'm sure it was the same for you guys because that's when you and your brother and your bandmates and myself and uh, yeah. we usually find a way to connect at least you know once a year or so yeah it's true uh the fact that the summer wasn't the summer that we thought it was going to be, I think, was when it really sort of. And you guys were sort of doing like uh, you were do you're in the middle of making something new at the time, right? When when mm -hmm. things were starting to like shut shut down a bit. Did you, you and you obviously got to finish because it's coming up, it's coming out. Yeah, we finished just sort of uh, just under the deadline. Uh, yeah. Literally within about twenty four hours, I think we. Uh, Gus Van Gogh, who you guys uh, yeah. know very well, I love had Gus. to make it back over the uh, the Canada-U.S. border to get home uh, yes. before he was sort of locked out. And uh, so, yeah, we just managed to get it done. But I'm glad that we did. Good. Yeah, it, it sounds great, man. I mean, from what I've heard, like, it's it's great. It's, it's it, it really, uh, it fits, you know? It's like, uh, it's like you could see it coming or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, you know, I, again, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm referring to the single. I just thought the single had like a timeliness to it, you know, um, Ascension. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think that kind of the idea of needing to band together to fight off uh, the darkness and forge a way forward is, is not just particular to 2020. Sure. Uh, so as much as it might be appropriate to the, the uh, extraordinary times that we're living through at the moment. I don't think it's, uh, you exclusive. know, again, it's exclusive exclusively too. about yeah. pandemics, etc. There was plenty to worry about in uh, November of 2019, you know? And, and there still is, man. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah, it hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. 
Well, I started doing this thing a few months back. Um, I found myself with all kinds of extra time on my hands when I wasn't doing, uh, for me, it was like kindergarten uh, lessons. Uh, <laughs> which <I laughs> Even harder. I still Even more pressure. Up, like... <laughs> and yeah, and changing a two-year-old's diapers uh, between those things. Uh, but yeah, I just started making this playlist, which has grown to be like 150 songs. And I bring somebody on every week and they mm -hmm. throw some on there and I throw some on there every week. And just trying to spread some good vibes in the form of musical mm -hmm. recommendations and people can, you know, I mean, music always brings that. It brings renewed inspiration. That's, that's I think, the, the whole, the best thing about it. Um, so you want to add something to this list? Well, well for sure. I just want to start sort of by saying, first of all, how much I appreciate uh, what you're doing and how underappreciated the art of playlist making uh, is. Right. And I think you and I come from the sort of mixtape generation yeah and uh especially when you were dealing with a cassette you had to you, you really had to choose your tracks wisely first of all there was you know there's a finite amount of space and then there's the degradate if you if you mess it up and you have to go back over it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so but even in the sort of lossless technology digital world that we live in there's still yeah. pressure somehow as to what to put in and what not to put in well okay so i did i, I appreciate what you're saying and, and I remember those days of trying to seem like seamlessly you know pause mm -hmm. record play that whole thing so it didn't click and all that kind of stuff that was that was like a, a big deal but so the only parameters that I've, I've had is like I try to try to think of, I try to make people think of something or suggest they think of something that people might not have heard of so like mm -hmm. your next favorite jam like it, I try not to go for the smash singles something that might have been important to you that you think people should should really know and, and might not yet all right. Well, uh, I've got a few for sure, but I hope they're they might already be on the list. I'm not sure. entirely sure, but uh, these are these are songs that popped up to me in the last uh, little while, and I try to also center on on music that has been released in 2020 because it uh, uh, it's a great thing to have something to uh, sort of look to when you need not necessarily answers but certainly comfort and something new and just uh throwing your attention towards art and creativity versus uh the news and what that can represent <laughs> on a daily basis you know amen um, so i'm going to start with a record that i really love uh his name's andy Schauf. is from uh regina saskatchewan yeah singer songwriter uh i probably a little bit late to the party, but uh, I've, I've really been, uh, uh, I, yeah, digging his, uh, his very unique take on song writing, lyrically, melodically, everything. So the title track from his latest record is called Neon Skyline. And- um, All right, here it is. Killer. I only I'll play a little bit, but not, we don't have to listen to it because I always recommend people get on headphones or crank it. Yeah, that's a good idea. But it's uh, oh, and cheers by the way too. Just uh, I don't is that a gin and tonic or a vodka soda? I'm not it's, sure. It's it's water actually, but you know it it will be both. Mine's uh, yeah no mine's not it's not actually wine it's uh, yeah I'm just I'm just rehydrating. Just this is a PG time. show for sure. I the don't. next round, you know. <laughs> This is great. I, I know of, of Andy Schoff and some of his mm -hmm. stuff. Man. I, I like this a lot. It's great. Yeah, like I said, I, 
I only I played the first few seconds because I always recommend people go mm -hmm. listen to it properly. Yeah, go. The definitely. phone, the phone speakers aren't going to do it justice, but. Uh, well, you know as well as I do that you put so much effort into making a record and you try mm -hmm. to sculpt this experience for the listener, and you put so much thought and attention and care into literally every possible detail from you know the way every single instrument sounds yeah. when you put a record together. So. Mm -hmm you always feel like you're doing it a bit of an injustice if you listen to it beyond like the sort of optimal listening uh experience you know putting 100%. on your, your best headphones in the in the yeah your yeah. full attention exactly. or, or as loud as you can in your car that's always a good a good one still know? still the ultimate litmus test for sure it, so. absolutely so everybody do that everybody i always recommend every show yeah. just just take this playlist hit shuffle or hit, go to the ones and just crank them because that's that's the way to do it uh, you got another one? I yeah, I've got a bunch. I I'll just uh, you know, I've got a, Why not? Let's, let's I, keep going. Again, kind of looking into some new releases. There's a band called Fontaine's DC that I really like. They're making some uh, uh, very sort of urgent sounding music, and I feel like not everything can always be sort of quiet and contemplative and. Uh, in, in you know sometimes you need to just sort of uh yeah, kick, kick the let it out although the song the song title might be a bit misleading it's called love is the main thing and i do wholeheartedly subscribe subscribe to that being uh what a title essentially yeah, yeah the way we ought to live our lives so the record is called the hero's death fontaine's dc yeah, love is the main thing cool how, how did you come across these guys i'm always curious like people's avenues for discovery like because there's so many there's like an mm -hmm. infinite amount and do you find it's still primarily word of mouth friends recommendation or do you have other avenues yeah very music? much so word of mouth for for me almost 100 percent. i don't have a, a sort of go-to source for music oh so sorry that's not entirely true there are two uh one is my little brother tom right and i used to uh be his sort of spirit guide when it came to what bands were cool to listen to and it but, flipped. but it flipped and now i don't know anything and i go to him for new ideas right. so tom uh you know always looking for the next thing from him my, my bandmates are also a great source for that because they've all got incredibly eclectic uh, and varied uh tastes so uh i think well, I had, I james josh, just, you know josh, josh oh for sure i mean if you're like toto uh <laughs> You he know, came on Phil, the show. Phil uh, Collins, like for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, gonna, he's your man. <laughs> Guns and Roses. <laughs> Guns and Roses. We wrote down. We borrowed him for a show that we did around this time last year in Spain. That's right. Yeah. We went and played on that the Halifax that was docked in the south of Spain, and and yeah, we just basically just like dorked out about Guns and Roses and these other yeah. bands for hours on end. I don't know if there's a better person in the planet to no. nerd out about. Uh, yeah, there's not. Again, Phil Collins for sure. Toto, yeah, uh, the, the underappreciatedness of Toto, uh, yeah. and <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, and you're sticking with Toto. GNR, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and you know, and then on the on the other end of the spectrum is James, our bass player, who uh, is very much the sort of ear to the ground in terms of uh, right. what's going on out as there. As far as what Toto are doing right now, it's more exactly, you know, what they're. <laughs> Their fringe projects are right, okay. so yeah. So no, I yeah, very much word of mouth. Great, uh, well, yeah, it's, DC. yeah, it's true. It, man, it carries a lot of weight when you hear it from somebody that's like, you just got to hear this, and mm -hmm. you know, it's because it's so difficult. I try to like 
check out other playlists and check what other people are doing. But it's like, it the 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 word of a friend that carries weight is just always the mm. it speeds things up, you know, or friend or family member. Yes, we're both at this point, I think, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, man, hit me with something else. I know you got uh, something else. I, you know, as you as I sort of logged in and the tribute to the beautiful tribute to Eddie Van Halen, it's almost like we need three guitar driven tracks yeah. at this point. Did you ever uh, learn? Did you ever like a lot of people went through actually, that phase? Eruption and I mean, I come from the finger tapping. Did uh, you? I, I did. I mean, it was almost a prerequisite. There was right. no like you didn't learn a J.J. Kale song when you no. first learn how to play guitar in the 1980s. You learn finger tapping. I didn't, know, what, I didn't tapping. know who J.J. Kale was. Yeah, that comes exactly. Yeah. So you you learned, you know, it was Steve Vai, uh, Eddie Van Halen, and uh, who are some of the other? Uh, Joe Satriani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But were you Thatch. actually doing, were you actually going through, because I was really young when those bands were super mm -hmm. important, and I remember them. But then when I, by the time I got to guitar, it was Guns N' Roses for me. Cause Slash, I thought was like, A, his stuff was a little simpler. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like then Eddie Van Halen stuff. And, and for me, it was like more based in like the song of it, you know? And I didn't get into the shreddy guys right out of the gate. And I, and I didn't learn it in my, like I know lots of guitar friends who like, who really know it well, like, but mm -hmm. I didn't learn it right away. Like, and I, I don't really know that technique all that well as a result. Well, I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I definitely, it was part of the, uh, it, it, it was it was a sort of prerequisite at the time. You picked up a guitar, maybe learned a few bar chords, and before you knew it, you were already launching into finger tapping, and that was it. I that love was just it. Kind of, that's just kind of where you went. I remember being, there was this one great teacher at our high school whose office was sort of open to the students, and we, yeah. all the guys who played guitar used to go in and, and sit there and pick up, you know, the acoustic guitar, and we would be finger tapping on this shitty oh, like a nylon string guitar. exactly an acoustic <laughs> guitar but of course there was a guy in the 10th grade who actually knew how to do it and right. you just felt like that's what you had to do right. in order to be you know and then of course crossroads came out ralph macchio was a huge huge uh, cultural figure and you that, know he's making a comeback now which i have to say you know uh i'm i'm super happy about but definitely when when ralph macchio threw his his hat into the electric guitar ring with crossroads yeah. going up yeah. against Steve Vai. That yeah. was like the that perfect, my mind. Yeah. That was the perfect storm. I watched that a lot. I, I must admit I had it on VHS and I watched it an awful lot. But I didn't I, I just kind of something in me knew I'm never gonna play like that. It was just it was like otherworldly in a lot yeah. of ways. No, it did it did essentially belong to very, very few people. And Eddie Van Halen was the one who who took that and I find made it, uh, gave it its most musical form and turned, yeah. you know, it was still a high, it was, it never took away from the song that you were listening to. It was never a sort of like, oh, let's completely divert your attention away. It was always something that uh, enhanced the song that it was a 100%. part of. 100%. I mean, know, and that's, a, that's like almost impossible to think of uh, in know. terms of that kind of guitar playing. Beat It is the perfect example. Like, mm -hmm. like Quincy and Michael needed their song elevated, and they called him, and it it did elevate it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was like it was it was like a burst of energy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and technique and virtuosity and all that stuff. It was so rhythmic when he did it. You know, I love it. Well, I mean, is Sultans of String on on no. your 
on your playlist? Because I feel like if I were to pick a guitar song to me that is, uh, I guess, a balance between that, the sort of extremes of the finger tapping generation and yeah. something, you know, and, and sort of more of the like rhythm and blues, uh, uh, you know, feel that that to me is like the ultimate uh, yeah, was, one of the ultimate expressions of guitar playing. You have a song? I see O Canada. No, I mean, Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing. Like oh, Sultans of Swing. So yeah. I have Sultans of String pulled up the band. I don't yeah, know who they I've, are, but they sound pretty interesting too, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, of course, Mark Knopfler. I love Mark Knopfler. Yeah, um, yeah of course. Great, great. But it's not a new song. It's not a new song. You're, you know, but... It doesn't uh, have to be new. It doesn't have to be new. I just feel like it just, you know, in honor of, uh, of Eddie Van Halen. And, and somebody out there has, I, I, I found that, you know, some stuff that I think is obvious people haven't heard yet. And like, you never know when somebody's going to hear something for the first time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, and this, this, this song to me, and just to, to note uh, that Mark Knopfler plays all these leads with incredibly clean tone. There's almost zero uh, sort of overdrive at all, zero effects on the guitar, and he plays with his thumb. Which yeah, with his fingers, yeah. yeah. So it just uh, blows my mind. I've seen him a few times. Um, I saw him open for Bob Dylan at the ACC one time. Mm -hmm. I just went to see Bob, and he was out there opening, and then he got up and played with Bob, and it was, it was next level, kind yeah. of transcendent playing. Mm. Great. I love, this, I love this guy. I mean, I think he took, like, he also took that Keith Richards and, and Bob disposition, uh, his vo vocally, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. brought it to like a whole nother musical level, you know what I mean? Just kind of like a growly, like cantankerous guy at the mic a little bit, you know? And yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool AF. Yeah. Cool AF, as the kids say, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Um, you know, just quickly, I want to, I, I got some real, like, vivid memories of our, our crossing, crossing of paths mm -hmm. over the years. And one of them is, is playing in Cambridge. You remember Fiddler's that? Green. Fiddler's Green. Yeah. So a couple of years after that, I met my wife at that venue. She's from Cambridge. And, like, we, we met at that venue. So that venue has very, like, carries a lot of weight in my memory. But I remember playing with you guys when you were still a four-piece. And your EP had just come out. And I'm going to mm -hmm. add a song from, from that EP because it, the, when everything was all right you know that's like a great rocker <laughs> yeah. you know a great like it, it really kicks uh so if you if, if you'll allow me I, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm honored that you put it on there for sure yeah for sure there's a couple of other sam songs on here already because when i had josh on i wanted to put on something with uh some of his great drumming and i put on the lines of the kalahari on there because mm -hmm. some great some great josh trager on there um but <laughs> well, i mean you. i remember that gig really vividly and i remember you warming up and this is how crazy it stands out for some reason but you were playing uh, a jimmy page riff it was braun your do, mm -hmm. do you remember that like from physical graffiti yeah because it's like an open sea thing and i think i must have just learned it or something because i remember thinking like oh you're warming up on braun your and uh it, that stands out for whatever reason it's up well, there we, we took that tuning and wrote another song around it right uh, and that's we why that all the time. always had one one i i can't even i couldn't find that tuning now if you you would have to show me how to do it but uh, right. uh we had a song uh i guess we still do have a song tuned to the tuning of bronyor and and right. the song came out of learning me learning how to try to play bronyor it's such uh, a beautiful riff 
which yes. I love so much. And then, and then, but the tuning itself was just sort of, uh, and sometimes uh, writing a song, well, oftentimes it's a completely accidental process and will, and, and it's born out of circumstances. And one of those circumstances being just sort of having your guitar in a strange and kind of foreign uh, tuning and right. the sounds that come out are different and the difference makes you want to sort of pursue yeah. it further, you know, but, but yeah, I, I remember that gig so well. And, and uh, we, it was kind of like in the days where we were, we're almost like a new reporter or new reporters at a newspaper right. and your, your editor sent you out to cover some, you know, sort of, mundane story in some far-flung part you know somebody's cat got caught up a tree and you were you were the the reporter we're, we're gonna go play for the cat on the story and it's like your band and our band showed up at Fiddler's Green and we were both you know those sort of new you know new faces and we were gonna play a gig in front of I don't know maybe eight or nine people e each other basically exactly plus, each plus other so people. minus four and the bar staff was zero you yeah, know? And, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm glad that we met you on that day because we ended up forging a, f I think we shared the stage after that point for uh, at least five, six, seven years. Uh, yeah. Oftentimes the two of us in support of the hip. Well, uh, yeah, the Bob Cajun one jumps you know, out at me too because yeah. that was such a historic uh, happening. We've got a show. Charlottetown too. Charlottetown, Charlottetown. Yeah. 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 And uh, how we just uh, ended up becoming sort of uh companions on the road for many many years out of that one percent uh, you know initial yeah. moment so and then newfoundland last last summer in newfoundland too, i think most recently because that's like mm -hmm. you know now it just feels like a distant memory like you know not playing in the summer just feels it feels so weird and foreign as i'm sure it does for i mean it's been like 20 years pretty much of uh every summer saddling up every like, single what, yeah whatever whatever's happening is always a key to battle there's always a mm -hmm something or other so it's it's a weird one yeah so george street festival is you know I, I think probably if you're thinking of a show that's about as emblematic of you know playing on stage in the summer it's hard to think of uh one more so than the george street festival and that's where we found ourselves sharing the stage again i remember you guys closed with the rage against the machine cover last which no it wasn't mind. it wasn't rage it was um it was beastie boys Oh no! It was, uh, yeah, it was sabotage. sabotage. You're right. Sabotage. It was Beastie Boys. Because right. Colin always figured that our song "Hold Me in Your Arms" was a bit of a rip off of that song, and so that he was, put that in there. That just I was I, I I I love that so much. You know that seeing you guys up there after all that time, and then you pulled that song out of the out of your, out of your bag of tricks. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun, man. A lot of fun times over the years, man. And. Um, I know your release is going to do great. I really look forward to hearing the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's exciting times. And hopefully this whole, uh, you know, I think one thing about pandemics is they come and they do inevitably go and eventually we're mm -hmm. all going back out on the road and things will eventually uh, yeah. chill out a bit. Um, and hopefully by this time uh, next summer, we're all uh, cheers into a, a great- Yeah, I, I hope so, man. Hope. And th thanks for keeping us, uh, keeping us all together and, staying in touch like this and yeah. everybody who tuned in sending you guys lots of love i i want to put one more request out there if i can for the uh matt mays just put out uh a new record yeah uh, i had matt on here a couple of weeks oh, ago 
He's got a great new song called New Tricks from his new record called Dog City. So uh, love, right. to, love to hear that one on there too. 100%. Yeah, that wasn't out yet when I had Matt on, but he was talking about it. I'm going to find it. All right, New Tricks. Killer. Well, I love just it. Say hi to everybody, uh, you know, in the band, and uh, we'll look for you down the way. For yeah, sure. likewise, Sam. Say hi to all the boys, and, uh, you know, we miss you. We miss seeing you. It's, it's usually an annual or semi-annual or, or yeah. kind of thing, so let's yeah. let's hope it's it's not too far down the road all right same here man all right lots of love everyone yeah take care be well take care thanks for having me yeah thanks Sam. bye